Hello and good morning. Welcome to another Going Greyhounds on this Tuesday morning. A bit of a quieter week throughout New South Wales. Last week we saw heats last Tuesday of the, the Summer 600 where the, the final will be run at Gosford this Saturday night. We saw some heats of the the Richmond Straight Cup as far as other states are concerned. We saw the Tyrrellgan Cup uh, on Friday night. Uh, which was taken out by Mobile Legend, making it the, the Gippsland Double, of course, won the, the Warrigal Cup a couple of weeks ago. And then up north in Queensland, we saw heats of the Gold Bullion and the big Group 1 final will be taking place this Thursday night. But here locally, the features were uh, Gosford last week and uh, Richmond on the weekend. And our first guest this morning, Jason Magri, will play a big part in both of those races and we'll have a chat to him regarding Oscar Moses and our Amelia, who's in the summer 600, and what a win she produced in a heat of that race last week. Starter puts the green light on. The lure's in motion. The set. Ready. Set to go. It flies. We got into all sorts of bobble. Rethel Garthy's back last early. Sassy Miss Mink shows terrific pace. The far side rise up the rail with Radiation. Mitch and Murray now Ribble Garth coming through. World Gone Mode, Rothwood Chuck Anomaly. Mitch and Murray goes after Sassy Miss Minx. Hit the lead. Mitch and Murray draws away. Mitch and Murray beats Sassy Miss Minx in a photo third between Ribble Garth and Radiation. They're followed by behind them was Anomaly Rise Up and World. Yeah, unfortunately, um, technical issue there with the replay. I'm not sure what race that was, but... Uh, we're joined now by Jason Magri, who will play a big part in the Summer 600 at Gosford this week. Good morning to you, Jason. Yeah, good morning, Matt. How are you? Yeah, I'm not too bad. Firstly, our Amelia into the, the Summer 600 this week. How has she come through her heat performance last week? She was exceptional there. Yeah, you know, she's trained on well. She, um, she had a trial yesterday and she's trying to come through that good. So just waiting for Saturday night now. Now, she's a, a bitch that's always promised a lot, even from the very first couple of times we saw her. I think her second start, she went 29.84 at Dapto. You've stepped her up in distance of recent times. She did have a couple of runs at the 700 at the Gardens over the, the Newcastle Cup. Um, how do you, how, from your perspective, do you feel like she's handled that step up in trip and I know she's only had the two 700s. Do you think in time she'll get back to that 700-metre distance range? Um, yeah, I'm going to give her another go. It was just that race come up and I sort of threw in the deep end, really. Like she was just having her first 700 and she went straight into a group race and taken on the likes of Call or Magic, and that's pretty hard. But she done all right. Like she let up and she only got run down the last bit in the final, so... We give her another prep, she might get stronger and run a ride out. We'll see what happens. And do you feel like that, the 700 experience now, coming back to the 600, uh, has held her in good stead? We, we know how quick she is when she does get the start right. She's very fast. And do you think that those 700-metre races have helped with her strength at the back end of the 600? Yeah, certainly have. It's, it's strengthened her up a lot over the 600. Um, I think once she had the two 700s, we dropped her back at Richmond on the 600. She went 35-3. I think that's the second quickest time there at the moment. So she's got a lot stronger since she's had those two 700s, of course. And going into the heat last week, how were your confidence levels? She'd had a couple of starts sort of leaning into that and, and 
she was just uncharacteristically, I suppose, for her being a, a touch slow to begin. Was there a little bit of nervousness going into that race because it was a pretty strong field? Oh, it's I'm pretty used to it now. If she's either she either comes out one and then leads and puts the best foot forward, or she, if she misses, it's game over from her. She doesn't like getting caught in traffic. She won't put her best foot forward that way. So. Prior to the Wenny run, she, she trolled 29.6 at Wenny. We put her in, she got rolled, and then that race come up at um, Gosford. That's the race we're aiming for. And she had a hit up up the straight. She went good, and we put her in. She she fired. So, yeah, no, she went good. And on Saturday, the, it's a terrific field that's that's been assembled. She's come up with box three, pretty much a similar story on Saturday night her hopes really lie with how she jumps at the start, I suppose. Yeah, of course. Well, you'll know in the first 10, 15 metres if she's going to be in the race or not. So that's her That's her racing pattern now. We're used to it. So yeah, once the lids go up, we, we hope she's out in front. If not, it's going over. And post-Saturday night, what are the plans with her? We, I guess we all know Dubbo's just around the corner, the 600 Meet a country classic, I assume that is going to be on her radar. Yeah, yeah, she'll probably head up 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 there after this series, might go up, give her a trial or two and just try to tick her along, give her a start here and there and then aim her up for that race. So yeah. And is is a race like the Golden Easter egg on her agenda or do you feel like she might be more an association cup greyhound? Yeah, no, the Golden Easter egg will be out of her depth because she has to lead, and she don't lead, she'll be in trouble. And then, um, she's probably more of a middle distance bitch, 700 bitch now, so we'll just keep pushing on with that. Very good. Well, I'm sure if she puts it all together, she's a, going to be a very strong winning chance. And, of course, the Richmond Straight Cup, you had Oscar Moses, a brilliant performance in in his heat the other day, running very fast time. You must have been thrilled with, with how he went there on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, no, he went real good. He put his best foot forward there on Sunday. And yeah. just hope he can repeat the run this Saturday. And he's he's won seven of twelve. He's a greyhound that he's he's not a brilliant beginner, but he's got a, a lot of speed and um as we've seen he's he's had a number of starts at Richmond and performed quite well. Do you feel like he will be a straight track dog or do you, or do you feel like he can eventually get up in distance to maybe come to Wentworth Park over the 500? Um, he might later on. Um, the reason why we just kept him up the straight and on the horseshoe at the moment, he had bad wrist when I got him. And it seems like he's overcome them injuries now and he's holding up good. I just don't want to put him around two turns at the moment because there's the Richmond straight was there, like the Bulleye Cup's coming up, the Maitland Cup and I just want to keep him for those sort of races at the moment before I do anything else with him, like put him around winning or anything like that. So just take one step at a time with him at the moment. Yeah, well, he's got a, a lot of speed, that's for sure. And, and just before you go, I just wanted to ask you about Zipping Kansas. Um, we all know how good he is, and it's, it's a shame that, we haven't been able to see the best of him due to some injuries. How's he going and, and when can we expect to see him back at the races? Um, he's probably needs another two or three weeks off. Um, he hurt a calf injury last start at Wenny. He sort of 
pulled it away a bit and it flared up. And it needs about it needs about six weeks off, and then um, so he's probably got another two weeks, and then he's starting a bit of freak open, and then try to get him back to the race just slowly. He's just a he's a hard dog to bring back because he's he plays up a lot in the kennels and that, and you 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 just got to get as much work as you can into him, and it's hard just to get him going and put him straight into a seven hundred to try to build him up slowly, but. It's just one step at a time with him as well. So it'd probably be another six weeks, six weeks away before you see anything with him on a racetrack. Yeah, well, hopefully when he does come back, you can get a good run with him, injury-free, and and he can prove how good he he really is because we probably haven't been able to see the best of him in, in recent times due to those little niggling issues. Well, Jace, good luck on the weekend. It's going to be a big day for you Saturday, of course, the Richmond Straight Cup on Saturday morning into the Summer 600 at Gosford on Saturday night. So all the best, and I'm sure we'll chat again soon. No worries. Thanks, mate. Thanks for having me. Thank you. No problem. There's Jason Magri, who will have a big hand on Saturday with our Amelia at Gosford in the Summer 600 and Oscar Moses up the straight at Richmond in their cup. We'll head for a short break. On the other side, we'll chat with Minnie Finn regarding a couple of lovely greyhounds she's got in her kennel at the moment. There's a new place to get it all on tap. And it's in your pocket. The Tab app has live racing. Touchdowns. Downtowns. The beautiful game. Australia's biggest game. Our other biggest game. A bit of this. This. Oh, come on, ref. And this. For racing and sport on tap, download the Tab app. Gamble responsibly. Gambler's help, 1-800-858-858. New year means new gear. Get into Totally Workwear Bridalmere for our back-to-work sale. Store-wide discounts on the best brands like King G, Hard Yakka, FXD and Steel Blue. And what about our big FXD offer? Spend $300 on FXD gear and receive a free FXD sweat towel while stocks last. Does your workwear branding need a freshen up? Get in store and talk to Darren and the team. Open seven days until 7pm every weekday. Totally Workwear Bridalmere, 279 Victoria Road. Back to work sale, now on. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to going greyhounds. All set, ready, racing. Jet out was a level start. Tanya keeping away nicely along with Nangar Rocket. And now driving through underneath and the gun of the lead is Tanya keeping the lead over Nangar Rocket. Out wide, Asian Aspen Battleborn. They'll follow between them, then zipping Karyos, zapping Alabama, tried to track it through. A break into the field then came Pretty Boy 2 and the tail end of Uno Tree along the back. Tanya keeping by two. Nangar Rocket falling away, Asian Aspen. They'll follow by zipping Karyos on the move, zipping Alabama. Battleborn, Uno Tree is a turn. They haven't got Tanya keeping. Nangar Rocket can't stay with it. Tanya keeping wins it from Nangar Rocket. Zipping Kerios and zipping Alabama. Oh, followed by Agent Aspen. Yeah, brilliant performance there by Tanya keeping at the gardens over the weekend and and running a, a track record in the process. We're joined now by her trainer, Minnie Finn. Good morning to you, Minnie. Yeah, good morning, Matt. Firstly, big congratulations to you with that performance of Tanya keeping. It must have been Pleasing for yourself and John to see her get back to her absolute best. Yeah, no, it was. Um, yeah, she came out good and showed them what she can do. And she's a she's a greyhound with 
that we've seen step up to the 700 in the past and and run some some very quick times. She's broken 42 over the 700 at Wentworth Park, but then she probably just lost a, a little bit of form sort of through that um, September, October period. She then went for a break and, and she's come back and she seemingly got better every start. What was the issue with her to to have had that break? Yeah, no, she's got a uh, stopper bone injury. So we gave her time off and, um, yeah, we're just managing that now. She's coming coming back all right. And she had the, on her return, had the two starts at, at Wentworth Park and behind a couple of very nice greyhounds in Embrace and, and Grimadara. And then we've seen her step up to the 600, her last two starts. Um, she finished fourth behind Putters Bandit in the heat of the summer 600 and then broke the record on on Saturday is is her target now the the Dubbo Country Classic or will you look to get her back up to the 700 with the Association Cup in mind? Yeah, no, we're we're going to keep her keep her for the 600. We can keep getting runs till the um till after Dubbo and then after Dubbo we'll um we'll step her up. And as far as with her, what's her ultimate goal this year? We all know that the 715 will be. Running May, a half a million dollar staying race, I assume. That's probably one of the, her main goals uh, for this year. Yeah, for sure. If we can keep her sound, and um, she is a very, very fast animal. Uh, it's just a matter of managing her um, injury and keeping her sound. And if we can, we'll, um, yeah, no, she'll be in and with a good shot this year. Yeah, my word. You'd like to think if she can get a, a nice little period of racing she's only going to keep getting better and better and, and she just proved the other night how how far she is some summer 600 on saturday night at gosford you'll have zipping alabama another greyhound we we know how good she can be she's proven that uh through the, the million dollar chase series how far she is do you feel like the 600 meter distance is is probably her perfect perfect trip yeah yeah no she can run 700 but um not as not as quick as you'd like it to, but um, yeah, we'll just keep her over the six hundred and then keep her for the Dubbo race too. And yeah, she'd probably retire in a couple of months after or after the Dubbo race, maybe. Marty and wants to keep her; she'll be a good brood bitch. So yeah, absolutely. Particularly coming out of the litter that she's in, it's a a very very good litter. That's for sure. Now she she probably hasn't been able to replicate what she was able to do sort of three or four months ago um do you feel like she's she's produced some good runs lately just keeps running into one or two better do you feel like she's getting back to that that really good form she showed sort of through that million dollar chase campaign back in september last year yeah no she's she's going good um just the last few starts she she wants the fence and left alone, and when she starts to motor along the fence, there's been a few dogs hold her up, and she gets cluttered back, and when you're racing the, the better dogs, like the other night, her her run was good, going through the pen, her and Kyrgios got held up, and all that, well, you're not going to run dogs down that are breaking records, so when they're racing the better dogs, you need clean, clear room, and yeah, so if she, she can get clear room, she'll still, she'll still run some time on the clock. And going into to Saturday night, she's got an awkward draw in in box five, how do you rate her chances on yeah, on, no, um, on Saturday? Yeah, no, she'll she'll need luck from the five. Um, she needs to come out probably ordinary and go over to the fence and get where she likes. Um, 
she likes gossip, but she just needs to get left alone on the fence. And yeah, her run last week was good, even though the time wasn't on the board, but she got held up early. It's a, it's a, a on those on those corner starts as well. Those middle draws for for slowish beginners can be uh, very tricky. That's for sure. As far as the rest of your team is going, any any greyhounds we can keep an eye on in the next couple of months, particularly with the the Robert Smith Memorial coming up. I'm not sure if you're going to be sending any up there, and and then of course the the Maiden series at Wentworth Park over the Egg Carnival. Any any youngsters coming through? Yeah, I've got five nominated for Friday for the Robert Smith. Um, yeah, they all go good. There's a few there's a couple of outstanding ones but their box winners are bringing them undone sometimes. And uh, yeah, I've got another litter of feral Frankies. I've got a couple there that'll probably be ready for the Easter Egg Maiden. So Very good. I've got a good lot of good young ones coming through. Yeah, well, that's that's the the aim of the game, isn't it? Once the 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 older ones start to get towards the end of their careers, you need those new young ones coming through. And it sounds like you've got a nice team at the moment of young ones coming through. Yeah, no, I'm happy with what we've got coming through. We just turn them over and hope there's a couple of curiosities there and whatever. He and um, yeah, just keep doing that and we're having a bit of luck. Yeah, and wouldn't that be the, the dream to get another couple of curiosities? And just touching on him, what what's the plans with him now? Um, we all know he's getting towards the end of his career. Do we see him go to Dubbo for, to try and um, win the Country Classic again and, and maybe a race like the Easter Egg as a, a finale for him? Yeah, no, he'll. Um, oh, he's actually Masters starting today, so we'll uh, send him around in a few Masters and hope he holds up all right and then... Put him back over the 600 at Dubbo when that's on. Beautiful. There'll be a few trainers out there that won't be too too happy when they see Zipping Kyrgios in a Masters race to, to try and beat him. But, um, yeah, he's been a, a wonderful greyhound for a long time. Well, thanks for the chat this morning, Minnie. Good luck this weekend, and I'm sure we'll be chatting again over the next couple of months. No worries. Thanks, Matt. Bye-bye. There's Minnie Finn. He's got a big hand, particularly with Tanny keeping and zipping Alabama going forward and also zipping Kyrgios as he looks to to win that second country classic in a row. We'll have for a short break. On the other side, we'll chat with Kevin Gordon, who is the owner of Locken Varlona, who ran second, beaten by a track record in a heat of the Summer 600 last week. Always thought owning a racehorse was too expensive? It doesn't have to be. Patriot Bloodstock offers racehorse shares for Sydneycation at an affordable entry-level price point with fixed-price training fees. Our horses are country trained, and whether your horse wins at Wagga or Ramwick, the thrill is the same. We've had great success sourcing quality horses that won't send you broke, and we love first-time owners. Check out what's available at www.patriotbloodstock.com.au. Patriot Bloodstock, an authorised representative of Stable Connect. AF licence number 33696. Skipped breakfast? You can only be strong when you've got numbers, Clint. I've read a couple of articles where they're saying that they may not be all united. Well, of course it's going to be those types of articles. Like, you know, what a surprise. Because that, all that does is try and divide and conquer the playing group. I'm proud of them for standing up for what they believe in. Is there going to be a perception that they're greedy and this is all going in their back pocket? Sure. We're under no illusion that that's going to be rolled out. But the reality is the funds that we're going after just to track in line with the game's revenues is funds that are going towards those critical areas. The Big Sports Breakfast. Weekdays from 5.30 on Sky Sports Radio.
More on tap at your local with the Tap app. Share every race with your mates live. Plus exclusive in-venue markets and offers. And a bit of this. Go, go. This too. This. Silence go, you good thing. And inevitably, this. For exclusive markets and offers on tap, use venue mode at your local on the Tab app. Gamble responsibly. Gamblers help 1-800-858-858. We are hosting today's broadcast from the lands of the Karingai people. We acknowledge the traditional custodians of country and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. The English Classic Sale is Australasia's best value yielding sale, where the average price of an Australian stakes winner since 2018 is $100,000. Recent graduates include Marzu, Ice Bath and Classic Legend. Classic catalogue available now at inglis.com.au. At Drummond Golf, we understand your passion. Nice roll. And that's because every Drummond Golf store is owned and run by a local who loves the game as much as you do. Yeah, it's come off the face really well. Someone who knows where you play and what you need. Oh, yeah. Looking good. With Australia's biggest range and expert knowledge. Great. Now let's try that putter with this grip. So if you want to improve your game, see your local expert at Drummond Golf. There's a new place to get it all on tap. And it's in your pocket. The Tab app has live racing. Touchdowns. Downtowns. The beautiful game. Australia's biggest game. Our other biggest game. A bit of this. This. Oh, come on, ref. And this. For racing and sport on tap, download the Tab app. Gamble responsibly. Gamblers help 1-800-858-858. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to going greyhounds. Racing punters, Banner got away. Okay, Shadow Lockenbar, loner off the inside, driving through. It will lead into the straight now over. It's got legs. They'll follow now by punters, Banner with the second five behind Lockenbar, loner. Around him then was Agent Ashford. It's got legs. They'll follow back on the inside. Tanya keeping a mile back. Then Purple Vixen and Buzz Junkie down the back. Lockenbar, loner, the leader by three. Over punters, Banner two or three lengths away in the field. Then came Agent Ashford. A good break to it's got legs. Tanya keeping a mile off. Buzz Junkie. It's still Lockenbar, loner on the corner, Putters Bandit comes on the outside Lock and Varlona, grabbed by Putters Bandit right on the line, Putters Bandit now Lock and Varlona, third tight it's got legs and tenure keeping followed by Yeah that was heat number one of the summer 600 at Gosford last week, Lock and Varlona running second, it took a track record to beat him, we're joined by his owner now, Kevin Gordon, good morning to you Kevin G'day Matt, how are you? Yeah I'm not too bad, firstly you must have been really pleased with, with Lona's run last week at, at Gosford. He, he jumped fast. He led. He did all he could. It just took a, a very good greyhound to, to run him down and break the track record in the process. Yeah, look, Matt Patters down. It was just a bit too good in the last 50 metres. But, but with our fella, he's been a good dog, non-graded dog over the 500 metres. And, and Ruth elected to uh, to move him up to the 600. He had his first start there a fortnight or so ago at Dapto over 600. And he... He uh, won, won by about eight or nine lengths over the 600, and then he just got nabbed in track record, and his sections were unbelievable. Look, Matt, he, he's got to acclimatise the 600. That, that's, that was only his second ever 600 in his life. Um, he'll take another couple of runs probably to acclimatise properly. He's still racing like a 500-metre dog. I mean, I think they said the first section record 
uh, at Gosford for that distance. 600 was uh, five, uh, not, uh, 980, 86 or 87, and he went 77. And then down the back, the record was sort of 40, 21, 44, and he went 21, 23. So he's still racing like a 500-metre dog, just needs to acclimatise over the next month or two to 600 racing, and uh, I think he'll be a pretty handy 600-yard dog. And that that must be the the pleasing aspect, as you as you touched on. He's racing like a five hundred dog at the six hundred, but the more he he races at that six hundred distance range, and and probably learns to 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 space his race out, better utilize his energy in in the right way, and get stronger at the same time. It must give you some some oh, give you a lot of confidence that you're going to have a very very good six hundred meter dog uh, in say three or four months. Yeah, absolutely, and and one of his goals, of course, now will be the uh, the uh, the world's richest 600 metre race coming up at Dubbo. Um, the heats of that will be he'll go around in those heats at Dapto. So uh, so we're looking forward to that in March. But uh, yeah, look, he's uh, he's always been a good greyhound. He's won over 80,000 at the moment and ran second in the uh, in the uh, in the big sports bet race, the Megastar at Dapto, uh, that hundred thousand dollar race, so over 500. So yeah, look, we're we're very pleased with the dog. Yeah, and the other thing, he's just so consistent as well. He he very rarely uh, puts in a bad performance. So I guess as an owner, that's all you can ask for, isn't it? Yeah, that's exactly right. And Roos done a great job with the dog. Yeah, my word, she has. She's a, a wonderful trainer now. Saturday night, he's drawn box seven. Uh, when you kind of first look at the draw, it's like oh, it's a little bit awkward. But when you dig a little bit deeper, Punders Bandit, Zipping Alabama, both not brilliant beginners drawn on his inside. Grimadara will probably give him a little bit of room early. How did you, well, what did you make of the, the box draw after sort of looking at it a little bit closer? Yeah, like you said, Matt, original original thoughts when he came up with a seven box was, oh, dude, that's no good. But, but yeah, look, you're, you're right. Um, I don't think there's too many other that are drawn particularly well. Um, I think uh, I think Punners Bandits, um, a very fast dog, as, as, as showed the other night. But in the six box, um, watched it go around at Wendy on Saturday night, and it jumps good, but then it takes 100 yards to sort of hit its strap. So it might find a little bit of trouble maybe. From the six box, and look at the end of the day, he's been beginning well at Gosford. We trialed him there the week before, and he and he flew out the lids as well. Um, so look, if he can if he can reproduce that that, uh, that coming out of the boxes and get to the front around that first corner, I think he'd be very very hard in a full field, not in a small field, but in a full field to actually get run down. Yeah, my word. And following Saturday night, will we see him uh, target the the six hundred meter race at Dubbo? Uh, yeah, look, there's there's a couple of races in between that. That's that's where he that's uh, that's definitely where he'll be. But there's a there's a, a non graded uh, 600 adapter on the Thursday night, which Ruth's tossing up between that and and actually pulling him back to the 472 at Bulleye on the Sunday for the Gold Cup heats. Um, uh, group two, Group two, I think it is Gold Cup heats at Bulleye. The dog loves Bulleye. The long straight suits him, and it's a proven formula from years ago, Matt. That uh, a dog like Eddie Beauchamp, um, who uh, went and won three 600s in a row at uh, Nara, pulled back to the 500 and got, went, went on and won the Easter egg. So, so a lot of a lot of these dogs go to 600. It gives them a lot more confidence in their races, and so maybe we might pull him back to that on the Sunday. But we'll just we'll just see how he pulls up after 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 Saturday night, obviously. I guess it's a nice problem to have with a with a greyhound like him now. 
um, for those that don't know, you're, you're based in the Hunter there at Newcastle. The gardens this week um, will have heats of the, the Robert Smith Memorial. Just touch on that race. Of course, the inaugural running was last year, and we saw French Martini take out that race. Um, you were good mates with Rob. Just talk us through what it means to you as a mate and also what it means to, to Rob's family to have that race named after him. Yeah, that's right. Rob and I were extremely close, um, very, very close indeed. And it was a, a very sad day, the day that he passed away in February two years ago. Um, so, yeah, look, I put this race on and our company, Multicam, sponsors the race. Um, and we did that to honour Robert. Uh, one thing Robert used to love was watching maiden races go around, uh, 500 metre maiden races. That was that was a passion of his. So that's why we picked this race on, and uh, to honour him and and Debbie. Um, uh, she's uh, she's still sort of coming to terms with what happened two years ago, and Debbie and all the family and the girls and that they'll they'll all be there on for the final night, the following Saturday night, as they were last year. So look, it's a, it's a great race and. As you touched on, you said French Martini in the, in the inaugural running of the race came out and broke the track record in the heat and, and won the final. So, I mean, that's the class of animal that can target these $20,000 500-metre maiden races. So, um, you know, hopefully there's another French Martini. Um, we've actually, my daughter Claire's actually got two in the heats, uh, two, two Lock and Mow dogs, um, and, you know, they... they possibly can't win the final i mean they're, they're unraced so who knows how they'll perform but they are going particularly well so we're happy with them and and obviously we just put them in there it's great to have a runner in in such a race on it after uh probably my best friend yeah that's outstanding and if anything if we can go on it anything from last year it's that there will be some very very nice young Pups there uh, for the heats this Friday night. I know this is a greyhound show, but just before you go, well, you're a, you're an own you own uh, champion harness horse Lock and Barat, who's now in America. How's he going? I believe he might be having his first start this weekend. Yes, he will be. Yeah, providing the race holds up in the sort of colder months over there, um, a lot of the free for alls or the main races don't hold up. Um, a lot of horses just coming back in because the season over at the Meadowlands and Yonkers really doesn't sort of really kick off until uh, late February and goes through till October. Um, he had a qualifying trial a fortnight ago and and, and uh, won it sort of fairly hard held in one fifty two one, which is which is a good time on a winter track over there. And look, Shane and Lauren Tritton that have got the horse. He's been there since October. Very, very happy with the horse, extremely happy, and, and I think we'll see him back to his very, very best uh, in a couple of the real big races coming up over there over the next few months. Yeah, well, that's outstanding, and I'm sure all racing fans in general uh, that know Lock and Var Art will be wishing him all the, the very best. Well, thanks for the chat this morning. Good luck with Lock and Var Lona at Gosford on Saturday. Good, good luck with Lock and Var Art in the States in the next few months, and, and I'm sure we'll get to talk again, talk again soon. Join you, Matt. Appreciate that. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll uh, interesting weekend of racing coming up. Absolutely. There's Kevin Gordon, who uh, owns Lock and Barlona, uh, who will contest the, the Gosford Summer 600 on, on Saturday night, but also owns Champion Harness Racing Horse Lock and Var Art. We'll head for a quick break on the other side. We'll chat with the CEO of GRNSW, Rob McCauley, to chat about DAPTO and where the future lies with them. 
Always thought owning a racehorse was too expensive? It doesn't have to be. Patriot Bloodstock offers racehorse shares for syndication at an affordable entry-level price point with fixed-price training fees. Our horses are country trained, and whether your horse wins at Wagga or Randwick, the thrill is the same. We've had great success sourcing quality horses that won't send you broke, and we love first-time owners. Check out what's available at www.patriotbloodstock.com.au. Patriot Bloodstock, an authorised representative of Stable Connect. AF licence number 33696. Get live racing on tap with the Tap app. See every earth-shattering race live. With not one, not two, but all three Sky Racing channels. Plus tips from Sky experts. And a bit of this. Come on! This too. Some of this. And this. For all three Sky Racing channels on tap, download the Tap app. Gamble responsibly. Gamblers help 1-800-858-858. Skipped breakfast? You can only be strong when you've got numbers, Clint. I've read a couple of articles where they're saying that they may not be all united. Well, of course it's going to be those types of articles. Like, you know, what a surprise. Because that, all that does is try and divide and conquer the playing group. I'm proud of them for standing up for what they believe in. Is there going to be a perception that they're greedy and this is all going in their back pocket? Sure. We're under no illusion that that's going to be rolled out. But the reality is the funds that we're going after, just to track in line with the game's revenues, is funds that are going towards those critical areas. The Big Sports Breakfast. Weekdays from 5.30 on Sky Sports Radio. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to going greyhounds. Welcome back to Going Greyhounds. Our last guest this morning is Greyhound Racing New South Wales Chief Executive Officer Rob McCauley. Good morning to you, Rob. Matt, and good day to your listeners. Big news announced uh, over the weekend uh, that Greyhound Racing New South Wales have have uh, been secured, uh, I guess, with purchased land to build a new track uh, in the Dubbo region. Uh, sorry, in the Dapto region. Yes, mate. It, uh, we're very excited, Matt, as you might imagine, to finally have our own piece of land in Dapto. It gets us away from from our um, ongoing lease uh, at Dapto and gives us an ability to develop our own excellent race course at Dapto on land that is owned by the industry and we can build a really first-class facility there, which will be great for punters and it will be great for trainers and great for our dogs. Yeah, my word will be. And that lease at Dapto, I believe, expires in a couple of years from now, I think 2025, that lease expires. How important was it for Greyhound Racing New South Wales to, to find this piece of land, knowing that that lease renewal wasn't likely going to to, re, to occur and 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 also, as you touched on, to, to I guess, be the holders of their own destiny to own that land going forward? Oh, Matt, it's been very important to us. As you know, Dapto Dogs is an iconic um, name. It's known you know, really around the world as being a very first-class greyhound racing sort of um, uh, um, venue. We, um, it's been synonymous with the town of Dapto for a very long time. We are very desirous of, of keeping racing there. The lease expires in two years' time and we, we very much hope to be able to seamlessly transition from the old 
race course to the new race course. Um, we've spent a couple of years trying to find the best piece of land and this one is just perfect for us. It's only about one kilometre from the old track but the difference is now where we're able to um, have a slightly bigger, safer track, better cambers on the corners and all of that sort of stuff, but better kennels, better better patron facilities, better parking, all of the things that you'd expect and, and all on our own piece of land. So good news all round. Yeah, outstanding. And as far as a, a track design is, is concerned, will it be... As you touched on, will it be a two-turn track? Has that been discussed? Will it be? Will there be a straight track? What sort of things can we expect with the the new track going forward? It will definitely be a two-turner. The um, the radiuses will prob at each end will probably be slightly larger than the current track is now by a few meters maybe. Um, we are going to try and put in a, a straight track there. We might do it as a two-stage process. We're just about to start community consultation, Matt, which um, will then see us how we configure the site. But um, but it will definitely be a two-turner. And so that will leave uh, trainers and owners in the Illawarra with with some really good um, options. Of course, we're going to... Um, in fact, I'm on my way to Nara right now with uh, our Deputy CEO, Wayne Billet, to have discussions with Nara about some, um, some good... Um, renewal and building projects in Nowra and that'll leave us an upgraded track in Nowra it'll leave us a brand new excellent facility a two-turner in Dapto and for anybody who wants um, a one-turner and a straight then it's straight up the hill to Goulburn uh, and as you know we're about to break ground on the Goulburn straight track and then the renewal of that one-turner up there so that's it'll there'll be lots of racing options. Yeah, that's outstanding. And I, I also read at Dapto you'll be looking at putting in a uh, a gap facility as well, which I'm sure will be welcome news to a lot of participants. Yeah, it's, you know, the South Coast is um, hugely um, popular for adopting greyhounds. The, the whole, you know, regional gap program really started in Nowra on the South Coast. Uh, I happen to be here right now, actually. And um, it's very successful and so opening a gap sort of shop front facility almost at um or, or you know a, a direct um face to the public facility at um at the new dapto track will be excellent it lets us merge in that perfect thing of racing safely on one hand and rehoming our wonderful retired greyhounds on the other yeah, absolutely, and I'm sure it's it's much welcome news for for all those participants uh, in the the southern part of 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 New South Wales to know that there is going to be this new world class facility uh, at Dapto as well. And we've got something even better coming, Matt, and that'll be some. We are convinced that we can put on some real world first type racing events at Dapto. And we will be working with our sponsors to um, to come up with something really, really fantastic. You know, Sportsbet is a very um, strong supporter of um, of Dapto Greyhound Racing, and we will be working with them to come up with some really brilliant ideas into the future. Yeah, that's outstanding, Dapto. 
it doesn't matter where you are in the world, someone always knows about the, the Dapto dog. So to, to be able to work off that and, and produce something world-class will be outstanding. Just before you go, I just wanted to ask you about Musselbrook as well. Where are we at with Musselbrook? How far away from from racing are we? Uh, there? Good question. Good question, Matt. Um, so we will open on the 11th of March. We'll be the first TAB meeting at, um, at Musselbrook. The turf, the new turf on the track went down Wednesday nearly two weeks ago. It's, I'm told it's knitting very well into the, into the, um, into the topsoil. So we hope, I mean, it's perfect growing conditions right now. You know, summer in the, summer in the, in the upper hunter, it's perfect. We're pouring the water on. We expect that to be a very good, um, racing surface. We will have, um, a, test run, if you like, a non-TAB uh, race meeting and some trialling in that week around the 5th of March and then go for, a, a I hope, a big shindig, Matt, and I hope you and, and uh, many of your listeners will come. I'll, I'll certainly get you out an invitation for the 11th of March at Musselbrook and it would be remiss of me, uh, mate, not to, um, not to say that both of these projects, Dapto and Musselbrook, are, um, are entirely um, supported by a very supportive Minister for Racing in Kevin Anderson and the New South Wales Government. And, um, uh, and in both cases, both are both entirely supported by the local state members of Parliament, Anna Watson and Dave Lazell, and we very much thank them for their support. Yeah, I completely second that uh, as well. It, it certainly makes things a lot easier when you when you do have the the government on your side. Well, that's certainly very exciting news for Musselbrook with the new track. Only around a month, five six weeks from from reopening, and I'm sure it'll be a welcome day for for all those in the Hunter and Upper Hunter as well. Well. I'm sure there'll be a lot of Greyhound Racing fans excited to uh, have heard the news with regards to Dapto and Musselbrook this morning. So thanks for coming on, Rob, and, and having a chat and letting us know the, the the future of Greyhound Racing in New South Wales is, is in a really good space. Thanks, Matt. Have a great day. Will do. There's Rob McCauley, the CEO of Greyhound Racing New South Wales, with that exciting announcement of a new track at Dapto. Uh, which will be completed by 2025 when the, the lease at the existing track expires and also an update on Musselbrook, uh, only around five to six weeks away from returning as a new tab track as well. So exciting times for Greyhound Racing. Well, that wraps up Going Greyhounds this morning. The podcast will be up online soon. Till next week, take care and many winners.